Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us, melt us, mold us, fill us, use us. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. Amen. Shocked. Shocked, I tell you. Maybe I was stunned in total disbelief. Could it be? How did this happen? What is going on? That moment, that moment this week, when I discovered after a haircut that I have twice as many gray hairs now as I did last year. Oh my goodness. Seriously, here we are. An election has occurred. Emotions are very high. Some people are celebrating or at the minimum optimistic about the future, and others are sad, bewildered, confused, exhausted. Some people really want gray skies to turn blue right now. Regardless of where you landed, we are sick and tired. We have all witnessed bitterness, We have witnessed hunger for power at the cost of human decency on every side of the political spectrum, on both sides, and it isn't pretty. We're seeing people being labeled, labeled, all sorts of things. And some people, although statistically extremely few, but we see some people acting out of their sense of victory or out of their sense of defeat, acting out, contributing to our societal pain, inciting at times more hatred, at other times inciting violence. This must not be. Yes, we are in America. This grand democratic experiment continues And the turns that it has taken are revealing new things to many of us. Some that are painful to witness. And to many, yes, even many in our pews, there is a sense of palpable fear that seems to have a grip on people right now that is inflicting pain and an inability to see anything else. Fear. Fear does that. It actually controls a part of our brain that puts us in survival mode. So much so that we're unable to think. Unable to think or act logically. So much so that, when, that fear will eventually isolate us from other people and have us withdraw completely into ourselves. Fear will divide us. It will divide us from one another, and it will divide us from ourselves. I have to remind you that we live in the United States of America. But right now, you and I are here in church, among the body of people who proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord, and have committed themselves to casting Christ's wide arms of love so that 
all may feel God's saving embrace. All people everywhere. In doing so, we're carrying out the ministry of Jesus for now and for the age to come. But this isn't easy. Today's gospel doesn't make it any easier. Jesus is telling his followers that life has both its ups and downs. There are moments of great beauty and moments of great pain. Life is full of both. And the human experience contains, almost every day, some good and some bad. But the more we draw near to the presence of Jesus and God's heart and Christ's love, we'll discover words that we didn't know that we have. And we'll discover wisdom that no opponent will be able to withstand or contradict. The Holy Spirit will be with us in all things. And as the reading concludes, not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your souls. You might be thinking, yeah, but I'm still really angry. I'm upset. I am hurt. We are hurt. All of us are hurt. The fact is, is that we've hurt one another. We've heard things in the media about both candidates that have hurt our souls in some kind of way. We have seen remarks by some in our families that have ripped the rug out from under us. And we ourselves have lobbed arrows of intolerance to someone we disagree with. Maybe at the end of the day because it felt good to do so. But it wasn't right because we broke a sacred relationship between people we love and care for, and they love and care for us. But our fear made us choose to fight rather than to listen. Being a disciple of Jesus is a ministry of healing No one is exempt right now. Being Christ's disciple means we are going to be peacemakers and build bridges, and we are going to be God's agents of healing in this world, in our country. If you lean liberal, your job is to seek out people who lean conservative and get to know them. You need to get to know them and find out what they value, what's important to them, what is it that they fear, And what is their greatest hope for their families and for themselves? You might be surprised. You don't necessarily have to agree with them, but you might be surprised. And you also need to hear from them how words have hurt them. There's a good chance they have, because words hurt. Now, if you lean conservative, I'd say something very similar as well. But I'd ask you to be aware that many people who lean liberal are feeling an intense fear about their livelihoods and well-being. And they need your commitment to be kind and to be in community with them and listen to them. Being a disciple of Jesus is a ministry of healing. We have to put ourselves out there. Not one person in this room is exempt from this. 
If you see nation rising against nation, even betrayal by family and friends, the focus of your ministry has to be to extend the healing hands of Jesus for yourself, for your friends, and even for those people whom you consider strangers and those whom you are afraid of. We have a kingdom of God to proclaim. We will love God with all our hearts and love our neighbors as ourselves. And we are called to seek out those who hurt most among us. Because you might be surprised to know that person is sitting next to you right now. Our ministry at present needs to be focused on health. Keeping ourselves physically healthy, mentally healthy, and spiritually healthy. And we do this work together because the ministry of Jesus Christ in the world, the ministry of Jesus in the world needs you, needs you to propel this ministry of love and healing in the most powerful and healthy way possible. But to be spiritually healthy, we have to relieve ourselves of our fear. We have to cast it out As the first letter of John says, perfect love casts out all fear. We have to not be afraid. We must not lose heart. We must see the hand of work, the hand of God working in the world around us everywhere we go. So I'm going to give you two perspectives and two examples for the right here and the right now. I want you to look around and look at all of the windows of the church. Look at the ones that you can see. Take a look at the windows in the church. And I want to read the last sentence of scripture we hear from the prophet Malachi today. Keep looking at the windows. But for you who revere my name, the sun of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. With healing in its wings. Every window in this place has wings. Wings everywhere. Even the rose window in the front. When you are at Trinity, literally the moment you step into this building, the healing wings of God are all around you. They envelop you. They surround you and build you up so that you can do the work of Jesus in the world when you leave. So you can be a healer to others too. And there's another thing, too, that that happens. Another thing to be said today. We cannot be afraid. We must not and we cannot because we do something every week that is a witness to removing our fear. When we meet Jesus at God's holy table at the altar every Sunday in the gifts of the bread and wine made holy, what we are doing, what we are doing is sharing this table of the Lord with Jesus Christ himself and with the martyrs who've gone before and with the saints who've lived in every age, with the people who wrote our sacred text that we listen to every Sunday and those who've written our history books that we learned in school and also our Native American brothers and sisters who originally settled our land and we even do this with those who lived in our country and labored as slaves. We not only feast with them, but we also feast with all those who've ever advocated for women's suffrage 
or who suffered at Auschwitz or in other concentration camps. We do this with everyone who ever died of AIDS and all who have fallen victim in the world to terrorism and all sorts of acts of violence. And also all the veterans we know who fell in the midst of service to their country. We feast with Christ and with all of these every Sunday. Every one of them surrounds us as a great cloud of witnesses when we say amen to the body of Christ and the cup of salvation. All of these are here. They have been there. They have gone through this. And they are here for us to strengthen us alongside Jesus and walk with us every day of our lives. We cannot be afraid. We must reconcile. We must forgive. We have to be advocates for the most vulnerable. That's not going to change. We're not letting anyone off the hook. But Jesus tells us over and over and over again, do not be afraid. We are the people of Trinity Cathedral with healing in our wings, with the witness of thousands who've gone before us. And we won't stop now, not tomorrow, not ever. Because the ministry of Jesus Christ and the love of God's world is at stake. And we're going to be part of it today and tomorrow. We must be optimistic for tomorrow, for Christ's actions in the world will continue to be revealed, and we will be an integral part of them. So fly with the wings of healing. If you need more strength, come back again. Fly to surround others with the healing balm of Christ's love for them, and return to be fed Return to be empowered and fly to new places, to new heights where the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Do not be afraid.